Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour, unless you're not listening and you're just watching it, which doesn't make any sense at all. Nobody can see you since you haven't hit recording. Recording in progress. Shuddy! That was the douchiest look you ever put on your face, too. You gotta get that back. (laughs) Okay, hold on, hold on. Now you're laughing too much. Yeah. Alright, I think I made up for it. Hey, friends! That Kevin Kraft looks like a primetime real estate uh, salesman. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft. Joined by a man who has sworn off pants and underwear and is currently treating his boner to some wet melons. Uh, real quick, when I said real estate agent, I meant realtor. My bad. I had to, I had to clean that up. My bad. What's the difference? Uh, I don't think real estate sales. I don't think anyone says real estate salesman. <laughs> I, don't, I think that there's a one word for it, and it's a realtor, actually. So, Well, yeah, that was worth awkwardly chopping up the flow. You awkwardly introduced me, and I have to fucking say something. All right, fuck you, whatever. Yeah, you're. I, I felt I wanted to switch things up and talk about your boner at the start of the show, Jeff. Get off me. Get the fuck off me. I feel like for ten years now, I've parlayed or went into the awkwardness pretty, pretty well, and this time I fucking completely nuked the <laughs> intro. So. <laughs> It was kind of a team effort. I like how Shuddy Boy just let me sit there making a face for 30 seconds before he's like, you didn't hit record. Well, I was like, no, I had to, as I said in the Easter egg, I'm already pretty stoned. That's true. So I had to confirm, I had to make sure, go through my checklist in my head to make sure that you hadn't already sent it and I was just being absent-minded. It, <laughs> I'm fucking destroyed right now. Oh, hey. And transmitting to us from the depths of Friendster, the bearded booger-eating yeah. bandit known as Shuddy Boy. Bra, bra. I don't there we go. We did it. I think I have ever been on Friendster. For real? Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what it is. It was a pre-MySpace, pre-Facebook social media thing. Might have been the first. I'd love to see what that interface looks like. I don't remember a thing about it. It Does was it even still exist. It was very short lived, but I do remember that um, that was the first time people that I knew and had lost contact with from like you know previous schools or places where I lived got in contact with me, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." And then it just. The whole device of social media just became a tool to fucking whine. Yeah. Friendster does not still exist. No way. Social media is like one of those, not few, but it's definitely an industry or a platform that just continuously has gotten weaker since it started. I think it really has. I'm not prepared for this topic, but I would, I'd like to figure out what the peak years prime years were for all the social media platforms before they turned whack. So Friendster was popular from, it launched in 2003. It became a social gaming, later became a social gaming 
site based in Kuala Lumpur. Uh, it relaunched uh, as, as the social gaming platform in June of 2011. June 2015, citing the evolving landscape in our challenging industry and lack of engagement by the online community, Friendster suspended their service. Then on, in June of 2018, it closed down as a company and dissolved. Damn, so they're really trying into 2018. Like, after they saw the results of the 2016 election, weren't they just like, you know, we'll never build the kind of influence that <laughs> that Facebook has. I'm trying to go to Friendster.com, and it's just spinning in circles. I guess that means all of our, well, my yeah. Friendster account doesn't exist anymore. Nope. Have you been on MySpace recently? No. Wow, it just says this site can't be reached. Wait, you actually had a Friendster account, huh? That's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Man, I never had one of those. I never had a MySpace either. And I really thought Facebook was gay until one of my friends got laid off of it. I said, what? You can do that? Holy shit. <laughs> Maybe I should join Facebook. I still owe for, I don't know, 17 years on Facebook, 18 years. Oh, shit. What? Are you in your MySpace profile? I mean, whatever this thing called MySpace is, yes, I'm logged in. No way. You still remember your login? How many yeah. missed messages do you have? The, it's <laughs> a music website. It is all music. Yeah, I pretty I remember it making that transition. Because I, I remember Connect I used to Facebook find... account to find friends who are already on MySpace. I used to just search around MySpace trying to find new metal bands when before it like jumped the shark. And, and, no, I used and MySpace you? to get laid. Did you? Like successfully. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you said that as in there were more than one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. It was like fishing with dynamite. This is amazing. So hey, MySpace's prime years Wait, were also Shuddy's prime years? Yes, they were. Yes, they were. <laughs> nice. Is Sharon not there? Can we talk a little bit more about this? <laughs> Sharon is not here, but yes, we can talk more. You can, yes, whatever you want to know. I'm going to have, I have a feeling that you went after like emo girls with the, with the hair parted to one side, oh purple streak so it in was, it. I don't, this is not something I should probably even ever be discussing because none of my children should probably ever hear any of these stories but i would just go i would run a, a search of all the single girls in certain radius of bethlehem and then i would just go on a mass adding spree oh man playing the numbers and then, you're like a fucking door-to-door -door vacuum salesman then yeah, the yeah. ones who would approve me, then we would start messaging, and then those would get filtered down to the ones that wanted to go out and hook up. Did you have like an, uh, an all like in a spreadsheet? No. <laughs> hey, what's up, baby? You want to plow? <laughs> Got conditional formatting. Did you have an the opening? Green are the ones who message back. Did you have an opening line? I don't remember what I could have possibly. I was much dumber, more dumb back then. 
Sounds like less words. You hit him with the sup. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> hey, you're hot. No. Uh, yeah, so that MySpace, that's where pretty much hey. where, what I used to meet meet girls back then. Hey, you hey want, I you also wanna, like... You want to come okay. over? You want to come over my house and watch Big Mama's house? <laughs> I was gonna say, can you do the shuddy voice saying, "Oh, you also like Death Cab for Cutie"? <laughs> hey, you down for some Big Mama's house and chill? <laughs> Followed oh, up with plane man. school. I mean, if she says yes, you know that is a one call close. <laughs> if she comes over for Big Mama's house, she is DTF. <laughs> Which is a term I haven't used in forever, actually. I actually had a girl pick me up on MySpace. Slid into my messages, I guess you would say. I mean, let's... Let, I think I oversold that a little bit. It wasn't like I was slaying, you know, multiple girls a week from MySpace. Like it, you weren't pulling it, a Troy Kwan? It, no, I was not. <laughs> It was not like that. It was no, you like, two kiss. No, no, you two kiss. <laughs> All four of you kiss. It was on a much smaller, much smaller scale. Uh, yeah. Well, hey. Uh, honestly, that's where all the random rate. girls that you would ever see me with came from, Kevin. What, that you would bring Every to Dom's parties? There was, new, there was a new girlfriend at Dom's parties. Yep. They were birthed out of my space. <laughs> oh not her though i met her on plenty of fish that i mean i used this i when myspace faded away i just moved the same same fishing tactic over to there and it, oh time to take my bag of tricks to hot or not <laughs> <laughs> there's probably like a whole generation of listeners that just are all these jokes are going straight over their head. What the fuck's a MySpace? Man, yeah. Some of the children of the Puminati who I, I can't even figure out. I, I can't imagine anybody goes to this website, but there's nothing. Oh, wait. What? What did you discover, Shuddy? All of my photos are still here, maybe? On MySpace? Yeah, I can see the captions. Are we still friends on MySpace? I, I don't know. I can't figure that out. Mm. And it says everything is locked, but I can Help. read some captions. You know what I wonder? I wonder if MySpace knew that everybody created these profiles, slowly migrated away and forgot about them, and they just did everybody a favor, and they're like, all right, you know I what? Just... just we're just going to nuke everybody's shit. So all that embarrassing stuff or potentially problematic things you did or said are just gone. I would like to know what this picture that's captioned kicking ass and taking names is. So your photos are all locked. If everything, everyone was this cool, we'd be in another fucking ice age. I would like to know what that is. These are t things that you said, statuses yeah, that you these, had? Yep. These are captions of my photos on MySpace. I can't, the photos are locked, but when I hover over them, I can, if they're captioned, uh, I can see what the caption says. Why are they locked? Didn't you log in? I am logged in. I don't know. 
Alright, while you're doing that, I'm gonna Google. Hey, get out of here. I don't wanna do any updates. I'm gonna Google MySpace pictures not loading. Um oh man, there's just um like an article on how to recover photos. Images do not load. The photos are no longer located on our servers. So the the photos might all be deleted. I mean, that tracks. <laughs> Remember when everybody just learned the, the, like, the minuscule amount needed of HTML so they could customize and program their... Oh, I was... My, pro, my MySpace profile changed regularly because I knew how... To, that was all the HTML coding I knew how to do was how to put pictures on my profile and change what the the um the box where you're like friends message and stuff and everything was um and how to get a top 40 instead of a top eight. Oh wow even i didn't know how to do that i'd be curious to just, see who's in my top eight can you add um every time you add that to your resume now a fight i take him out of my top whatever no, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. Every fucking time. That's it. You're getting replaced with Dane Cook. Man, Anytime my respect is growing for me or for you from this combo, and now it's we're back to where we started. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, man. I remember, so, like, if you had a lot of MySpace friends, you kind of were a swinging dick, and I made an account for... Uh, slow children for the stunts and stuff. And I tried to like, I just, anytime I was sitting at my desk working and had some free time, I would just browse randomly through accounts and add everybody. And I got us up to like 15,000 people. And I was like, man, this is fucking cool. We're like growing here. We're putting new videos up. Every time we do, we have a party at Dom's house and do a stunt and, and they're catching a little bit of fire no pun intended. And then one day I went to log in and got deleted for spamming people. I had to fucking start over. Sons of bitches. So you lost all 15,000 friends. Yep. Man. Was that the first like sign that maybe MySpace isn't that cool? Kind of. Yeah. Did you, did you like try to circumvent building a business page or was that not even an option at that point? I don't know. Probably like, wasn't, right? Remember. Like Facebook took years for like them to develop a business my page. Fan page on MySpace for a little while. That's how many girls you hooked up with? Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a joke thing, but it Yeah. Those were crazy days. Yeah, they were. Well, I feel like that's enough time spent talking about digital tumbleweed. Um we uh, we apologize for this episode being a little late. Jeff had to go to the East Coast for a little bit. We uh, For all the people that reached out, you just proved you don't listen to the Easter eggs and you don't follow us on, on social media. For shame. That includes you, Dom. <laughs> oh, the shit. East- you are out of Shuddy's <laughs> Top 8 again. <laughs> I think we have a we do have like a a lot more listeners than we do social media followers, right? Oh my yeah, God. like a, a ton more. So yeah. like, 
it's understandable for people not to have gotten that info on social media, but there's no excuse for the Easter egg stuff. I actually completely forgot we discussed an Easter egg. I almost messaged you after we recorded last week. I was like, oh, we forgot to we forgot to tell people we're taking a couple of days off next week for my travels. So how was your how was your trip to New York? It mostly sucked. Um, <laughs> it's just like upstate New York really isn't that fun. And um, like there was no uh, like I, I, I connected with a couple old friends, um, a couple really like like two of my oldest friends. And it was good seeing them and their families and stuff. But like, you know, we're all too old to like go out and do anything. Like I didn't, I didn't go out and party, just like went to their places or watch basketball with one of my homies. I ate a whole bunch of like really good food. Um, and actually I, uh, one thing that I wanted to, I wanted to bring up is now I've been jealous of like you guys for having Wawa or what's the other one you guys have like sheets. Didn't yeah. you grow up with Wawa and sheets? I mean, right. I, yeah, yeah. Wawa so, and sheets are the, are the best ones. So I was like super jealous of that. Cause I was like, we don't really have anything like that in upstate New York. And then I realized um, this is going to be one of it was one of my last times going back to upstate New York for a long time. I think maybe until like my grandparents' funerals type things. But I uh, one of the spots that I went to uh, for ice cream was called Stewart's. Have you ever heard of like Stewart's convenience stores or ice cream shops? Like the root beer? No, it's spelled the same way, but it's like a different <laughs> brand. Well, how many different ways to spell Stewart is there? S T U. I think I actually thought about this. I think there's only two of them, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but by the way, it's it's spelled the same, not the same thing. You should look it up though. Stewart's Convenience uh. Store, um, because they don't like their their store, like their their prepared foods is pretty terrible, right? But their ice cream selection is fucking insane it's fucking insane and it's just something that never really registered like i just took it for granted all those years like we know i oh, mean okay you're well i got their the website record. pulled up you're well on the record about your love for jenny's and like salt and straw yes and i have nothing bad to say about them or that but the steward's ice cream is it's close to those like it's that good so well, me and my brother went up and picked a, uh, went over there over the weekend and picked up a couple, a uh, half gallon of this ice cream called Crumbs Along the Mohawk. It was $5 for a fucking half gallon of ice cream. And we also got this one um, flavor called White Face Fudge. But if you go through the flavors <laughs> on, on these, <laughs> if you go through the flavors on their website, it's insane how long of a list they have. And if you clicked into them, like it's fucking bomb. So the crumbs along the Mohawk flavor that we got. Yeah, I got it pulled was... up right now. This doesn't seem like it would be a Jeff Clark flavor. Why? I feel like if I tried this and was blown away and mentioned it on the show, you'd be like, oh, you stupid pussy. It's uh, all right. So the flavor, it's graham cracker ice cream with caramel swirl and graham cracker pieces. I almost ejaculated on my mom's couch when I ate this. It was cheese I mean, ham sandwich. I've had it so many times over Kevin, the years. Please cut out the couch part of that when you take that <laughs> drop. That's almost that's almost unethical. 
Um, but if you just go through the flavors, like it's honestly like the, the best ice cream shop we have around us. And it's actually, I think it's in like or in a Disneyland. They have a Disneyland um, location now, but it's called afters, but I would put a Stewart's ice cream up against anything. Like some of their flavors are fucking, it's insane, dude, how good they are. Like they had this one that I grew up loving. It was my favorite called stargazer and it's like malt flavored ice cream with caramel swirl and pieces of Milky way, um, ice cream bar. And it was just phenomenal. So that was like mostly the highlight of my trip was eating different. Well, eating like old foods that I grew up on, like my, like I've, I've said this before, but like my death row meal would be like pizza and wings. So I got like pizza and wings from a place that I grew up loving. And I had friendlies ice cream. Oh, like dude. I, I wish I could uh, um, screen share right now. I I just, all this talk about ice cream in the East Coast, I, I'm on Friendly's website right now. Dude, fr- so that's the other thing that I was thinking about is like my ice cream situation is probably a decent reason why I'm fat, but my ice cream situation growing up was fucking outstanding. Like right across the street from a Stewart's was a mini uh, miniature golf course that also had like soft serve ice cream. So there was Stewart's with all their crazy flavors, um, the soft serve spot right next to it, which is really only open for the summers and spring and fall, whenever it was nice. And then down the street for down the street was a friendlies and friendly Sundays. Like that's okay. another like death row meal. Like, can I, if I can get dessert too, I'll take friendlies. You know, I used to get like getting the little prepackaged cups of the Reese's peanut butter ones. Mm-hmm. The Reese's Pieces or the cup? Which the, one did you do? the 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 Reese's Pieces were good, but I was more into the cup. I almost died at a Wendy's when I was like, or Friendly's when I was five. I was eating a fucking chicken or a cheese quesadilla, and I I, I was thinking about was the Sunday that I would get afterwards. So I was trying to like horf it down, and a big glob of cheese got stuck in my throat, and I couldn't breathe, and I started turning blue. And my dad, who was probably like 23 or 24 at the time, just stood up and started shaking his hands. He's like, oh, oh, fuck. And leaned over the table and just started. He ran. He just started started running. He just started uppercutting me in the stomach. And then I just went like, blah, and a big glob of cheese flew out on the table. And we both sat down and we were like, whoo, man, that was fucking crazy, huh? And then boom, right back to the quesadilla. (laughs) <laughs> man you're really partying on that quesadilla oh fuck yeah i've many, always loved friendlies there how many locations do they have it's Not all east coast i think because i don't think there's any any friendlies locations in los angeles no I, I no just, i i don't think there's any like like honestly west of like pennsylvania yeah i guess i, I wouldn't a be lot surprised. of the ones around here have closed up let's see so this is That's something depressing. I just knew, but the friendlies in my town, I think was literally their busiest friendlies. So like, that'll probably be the last friendlies that gets boarded up if it ever happens. Like it's still just like super <laughs> popular. So if you are not in uh, Southeastern to South Central Pennsylvania, Southern New Jersey, Delaware or Maryland, you're not going to a friendly's location. Well, no, I just searched Massachusetts and they have them there. 
Not oh, according wow. to Friendly's website. Really? I'm seeing a whole bunch of them. Does it remember, have like? There was one kind of near where I went to Bing Boing School, and I remember I got kicked out of there once because I, I, all I was talking about was how disgusting this was. Like after or during college, and I was talking about how disgusting my dorm room was, and how there's just a foot of dirty clothes and trash that you have to wade through at any given moment. And then I just made some stupid joke about how, like, when I finish having sex, I hold the condom down and then pinch the tip and stretch it out and let go and fire it across the room. And some <laughs> some woman heard me, and she's like, you have to get out of here right now. I was like, no, but we ordered. She's like, out. Get out. Immediately you booted. Got, you got a fucking red carder from a friendlies? Yeah. So does it say on that website, uh, on their website, Shuddy, like how many locations? Does it have like dot, dot, dot oh, location I, results? Sorry, I got my phone to do. This is what I'm seeing on the Friendly's website. It's just a cluster of stores on the map. Oh, I didn't see that search this area button. Nope. It didn't change it much. Gotcha. Well, I thought they were, I thought they were like, honestly, blockbusters. Like I thought there were, there was like one in Clifton park and then like four throughout the rest of the country. Well, I mean, it's I, showing me that there are third, no 30. I just hope that there are more friendlies on the, on the planet than sizzlers. And if you live in one of these areas we've talked about and you've never had friendlies or you have, and you haven't been in a while, you got to go and get one of their, their fucking Sundays. All right. I zoomed Reesey out. PC. To include the whole East Coast. Because I love There's Reese's Pieces. One in Mer- or a couple in Myrtle Beach. Dude, when I ordered the Reese's, it's still in my head, Reese's Pieces Sunday, I was literally thinking of that drop. Like, how am I going to say it wrong? Like, is, would Kevin be here to clown on me if I said this wrong? I love uh, Reese's There's one Pieces. in Kissimmee, Reese's like Orlando, and one in Palm Bay or Indian Harbor Beach. So a couple in Florida. I uh, I trailed off when I ordered it because I didn't want to say it wrong. I was like, uh, can I get the Reese's who is a Sunday? Hey, how about you hook me up with an RP? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, don't make me say it. You know, you know what I mean, RP. <laughs> how are you yes, I me? want a large. What's the other option? The ones with the uh, the M&M's but are peanut butter flavored. Wink, wink, wink. <laughs> also, I got a little like guessing game that I can give you guys related to my trip. So, I, uh, my mom gave me um, a piece of art to hang on my wall that she didn't really want anymore from uh, for Saratoga, New York, something that I fucking love. I want to keep in the family. It's going to be hung in a prominent position in my apartment, and it'll always be hung in a prominent position in my apartment. How about is it going to be over here on your left shoulder where there's no, nothing? No, it needs to be. It, yeah, there's, something's going to go there eventually, but. <laughs> But it's gonna be it's gonna be in a more prominent place in my apartment. It's gonna be next to my Long Beach street carving piece that I have. Hey, have you, have you guys ever seen dogs playing poker? <laughs> Fuck you. Anyways, how do they so, do that? Um, it's big. I don't know how big. It's bigger than all these behind me. But I couldn't just like put it in my luggage, right? I had to ship it out to, to my to myself. Wow. So that's that's way more effort than Jeff Clark is usually putting into things. Yeah, that's. So, right. So we're, we're at the UPS store and I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to ship this out to California. 
like, okay, cool. Do you want a quote? And I was like, I, I, I wasn't so rude. But I was like, no, I, why? Just, like, I'm just, it, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to take it. I'm going to buy it, whatever. So whatever. So she gets down, uh, she gets done, like, I don't know, hooking up my invoice, processing the transaction, and then gave me the total. And guess what the total was on the shipping? Hmm. $50. Oh, $125. It was $220. Oh! And when she said Am I taking it, I stupid like, pills here? I was like, whoa, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. I know what I just said, but hold on. And they're like, she, and I'm just sitting there for like looking down for like a good 15, 20 seconds, like processing what I just heard. And Cheech is just like next to me, like Cheech was over. Cheech is like, you know, we can just, we can think about it. And if we really want it, we can come back. But I love this thing so much. I was like, oh, I sold. Fuck it. Let's just do it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Can we see it? You can't now. It's still been oh, being mailed. Yeah. Two hundred twenty-five dollars. What is fucking Usain Bolt running it across the country for me? <laughs> Did you insure it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It was only six dollars for the insurance. So I was like, yeah, I'll for sure. I think the piece, like my mom said, I think my father spent like two hundred dollars on it. So I spent more on the fucking shipping is than this, the actual picture was worth. What What are the dimensions of this picture? Is it like six by four feet? Why is it? It's so not expensive? that big. It's pretty big, though. I I wish that I remembered. I want to say like maybe a sixteen by twenty. The the second word the second number is the long side, right? The length. Yeah. I think it's sixteen by twenty. Is it? Is it framed? Yeah. You should have just taken it out of the frame. No, nah, I want I want the frame. It's going to need to be framed. Ah, it's just whatever. It's something that I'll have forever. So I, I was willing to pay it. And you know how cheap I can be about certain things. Oh so. my god, yeah, yeah. It hurts. Spring for that. It must really mean something to you. I hope it's yeah. It's, it's like fucking sick. It's just like a painting of something really dainty and unJeff like. Just like a sunflower. Is it a painting or a picture? It's like a couple different paintings, like the scenes from Saratoga. Uh, it's, it's like the, the turning point of the American revolution. There's a couple of scenes, um, like colonial time scenes, American revolution. What is this? A comic strip? Scenes. There's multiple pictures in it. You'll see it next time you come to my place, Kevin, or <laughs> the first time you come to my place, we're going to sit there. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to play the star spangled banner while we look at it. So there's like a, a picture of Saratoga and then there's a picture of the American revolution. Um, and then in the the bottom right corner, there's a tasteful nude of Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and there's a bowl there's a of few, a bowl of Cheech's goulash. There's a few different panels on there. I think is what you guys refer to them as. Man, this is going to be great. We, we what when you finally get that in, that's got to go up on the MSPH Instagram. Absolutely, everyone needs to learn something about the American Revolution and how Saratoga pretty much won it. It's like the Battle of Shrew Farms. <laughs> uh but yeah that's those are kind of the highlights of my um i would say pretty lame ass visit to upstate new york my i saw my grandparents none of which are doing well so we don't have to sprinkle any more of that into our fart and dick joke podcast but um yeah that's pretty much wraps up what i did yeah well um I had a, a game idea that I wanted to run by you guys. 
I know we started this years ago when we were trying to devise a gauntlet of tests to see who on MSPH is the smartest. And we did one. And it was proved beyond a shadow of a doubt, no need for further testing, that I am, in fact, the smarter of the three of us. Uh, I, 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 I believe myself, Jeff, and the entire Puminati disagrees, and they want more events. They want a recount. Uh, and it's, it's also tough with Shuddy being in, you know, across the country. But I was thinking, Shuddy, next time you're out here, this isn't going to be like a, a barn-burning idea, but what if each of us, we played three rounds of chess? Everybody plays the other person once. Round robin. Yeah, I play like Shuddy. It. Shuddy plays Jeff. Jeff plays me. And then I play Jeff, and yeah, what? we all play each other. And we could just see whoever has the high, the two highest scores faces off. You know that's only two games, though, right? How? Because I play you. I would play. We would each play two games because there's three of us. So I play you once. I play Jeff once. That's... And then Jeff plays me once. Right. So there's three games. Mm. And we see who but wins. you got to play us. Hmm. But he, you play me once, and you play Shuddy once. Yeah. This is Shuddy playing me once is the same as me playing Shuddy once. It's right. one on one. I'm just saying, it's possible that it there's ties is what I'm saying. What they play chess by my basketball court? Maybe I can get in some chess reps. What what? sparked this idea for you have you been playing chess recently no what it's really dumb what sparked it there was some nintendo switch game that has 50 board games from around the world i just heard somebody talking about it. i was like that's kind of interesting let me look this up and then saw that you know chess and checkers are on there and then i just i was just like I, I, first i was like i wonder if jeff even knows how the pieces move I, I do. I actually play chess growing up a little bit. What's, Not, the, what's like, the horse you do? <laughs> the elves. <laughs> yeah, horsey goes out. Yeah. Uh, but I know I know the moves. I could play. I don't I, I really I don't have any confidence, but I don't either. I haven't played forever. But I thought I, it, that's something I don't have confidence in either. Some people well, do consider it as a, a mark of intelligence though, so I think it is. I think it's a fair mark of intelligence when, like, people can put in time and effort to get good at it, right? Like, I don't think just like start like us playing for the first time in years really determines one way or the other. But to your point, we should have probably done more different games just to make more fun out of like who who's the smartest, and that's a good one. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I kind of like chess takes so so much time. I kind of view it in a similar vein as like reading. Like I should do more reading. Reading is kind of cool, but mm, it takes up too much time, and I'd rather be doing other things. Yeah, but I'm I'm down. I mean, we don't have to play it on the show. We could 
film each each match and put them up on Patreon individually. Film that would and be just, true. Us so we just need talking to get the shit. Clock thing, Are we right? gonna get the clock? Yeah. Are we doing this? I mean, I feel like none none of us are serious chess players. So how how much like pondering are you gonna do with each move? Right. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not going to be sitting there doing that. You know that that animated GIF or whatever when, you know, uh, geometry and pie charts and shit are flying by that lady's face as she's thinking. That's not going to be going on in my brain when I'm playing. I'm Why just going to be like use the Zach the Zach Galifianakis hangover. Oh, is that what that is? You know what I'm talking about, Reese. Trying to think of all the common uh, the card counting while they're doing the blackjack run. Sure, that yeah. <laughs> It's just going to like be like, oh, I want to I want to take Jeff's bishop so I can talk some shit to him. I do. I like the idea of like a shot clock, though, because that like ramps up the pressure a little bit. All right. It's kind of my my thing about the pitching clock in baseball. I think it's like a nice little wrinkle to add to the game and just like it just adds an element that other people have to be concerned with. Um, I found a, a chess clock. For nineteen dollars on Amazon, that's that's yeah. fine. That's on the high side, I would figure. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a Patreon write-off. <laughs> Absolutely. Wow, there's one that's fifty dollars. What kind of dork wants that? Bobby Fisher. Ooh, this one's cool. This one looks like two alarm clocks next to each other, but that's thirty-one dollars. Fuck all that. I do think it's cool. Anytime we would see, like, you'd see chess chess players in like a New York city park, like Washington square park. They have the chess players and stuff. That's where uh, Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger would play chess at Washington square park. I say we spring for another 10 bucks and get one of the retro analog ones. Not any of these foolish looking digital ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. We need to move in hands. Absolutely. I'm with Shuddy okay. on that one. All right. Done. All right. Well, there you go. Something to look forward to. <laughs> Life has meaning again. <laughs> when are we seeing the Howie Mandel, Kevin? Well, I don't know. I definitely can't do it before my sister's fucking wedding. Oh, yes, you can. No. <laughs> definitely can't do it while Carl exists. <laughs> yeah, maybe when I'm 80. I don't know. We'll figure it out. Man, did you guys see that Dave Chappelle got jumped on stage last night at the Hollywood Bowl? I did. I just saw a headline just before we started recording, so I know very little. I think I think they fucked him up backstage. Did you see the picture of the guy's arm? Oh yeah. Like, it, it, it was it was they it was the, the shit out of it. <laughs> it was in the shape of how the horsey moves. Yeah. So the guy had a backwards L arm. I was looking for more footage on that. All they had was the camera from the uh, uh, someone's cell phone camera showing him being tackled and then like kind of chasing him around, but they didn't show him getting roughed up. Yeah, apparently it was like some 23-year-old guy who of and of all things had a knife in the shape of a gun in his pocket. And <laughs> is was an aspiring rapper that had songs about Dave Chappelle. Jesus Christ. I don't know if they were Stan type songs or Dave Chappelle's a bitch type songs. But dude clearly <laughs> has some sort of fucking issues going on upstairs. 
Imagine him getting like uh, stopped by security for the gun, the, 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 the knife and the gun thing. He's like, no, no, don't worry. It's not a gun. It's just a knife. See? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> also, I mean, Dave Chappelle's personal security whipped his ass. But what's up with Hollywood Bowl security? Like they're just letting people rush the stage now? I figured that would be a very, very tough venue to rush the stage and actually tackle the talent. Well, yeah, you got to but- think the, the comedy show security probably doesn't get tested that often, right? Yeah, like people are sitting down for a, ho- for a comedy show at the Hollywood Bowl, right? Yeah. So there's maybe one or two security guards standing at the front of the stage because there's not, you know, there's not generally any type of ruckus or rushing the stage happening that this guy probably was just it happened and they didn't react fast. weren't able to react fast enough. Yeah. Like, uh, all three security guards like, is this guy fucking serious? Oh my God. He's on the stage. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And it oh really, God, it's action time. They have all the new guys working. They're like, this is a comedy show. This is yeah. the perfect way to get their, let them dip their toes in the water. Yeah. Dude, I drive by the Hollywood bowl all the time. It's like a, literally a mile away from me. And I just didn't pull the trigger on getting tickets. And I'm really, really bummed out. I wasn't doing shit last night. Did, I, I could have gone to that. Do you, you mad like, because you missed Chappelle or are you mad because you missed the incident? All of it. I mean, I, I mean, aside from his last special, which was pretty weak, I still think Dave Chappelle is, is the best. And I've never seen him live. And I don't know, I, I, I drove by it so many times and it was like five or six nights and I was like, I don't know. I'd rather just try and test my luck and catch Chappelle doing one of his pop-ins at the comedy store. Then, I don't know, it's, it feels so non-intimate seeing a stand-up perform at the Hollywood Bowl, fucking gigantic arena. Dude, watch Ellis like open for him once or, or be on like a set that that guy just randomly rolls into. That'd be that, fucking sick. That would be sick because I mean, <laughs> Jason really is fucking killing it, man. He's making huge strides in comedy, and it's really fucking cool to see. He's doing it fast too, from what I can gather, right? Like yeah. he went from like pretty much open mic to like on the set or on the the poster. Uh, yeah, on the well, whatever on the same card as like some fucking powerhouses. Yeah, Carl and he I was- went to see him with with Bill Burr. Right, yeah. And he was fucking great. He killed. Yeah, which really is like a... I mean, I would I would argue he's probably a Mount Rushmore comedian as well, even though... I'd co-sign that. I don't that. know. I, it, at this point, it's like there might be too many good comedians for even a Mount Rushmore. There's a there's a George Carlin documentary coming out on HBR. Maybe it's already out that I'm really looking forward no, to watching. No, I think it comes out towards the end of May, but I'm stoked for that. See George Carlin, like I have the utmost respect for him, right, and all that. But um, I just, I don't know. He was a little before my time, and I didn't really fully like get the the impact that he made. So I, I, I am looking forward to the documentary, uh, you know, to explain it because, like, he, I mean, we was like what the best comedian for twenty years, right? Yeah. Like, when no I had one my, really ran him down. When I had my first apartment, we used to put george carlin specials on all the time yeah i mean dude's an icon but i mean i i definitely have Chappelle in the mount rushmore and and, then bill burr is pretty much there as well like like if i got to give a recap of witnessing that Chappelle getting tackled 
Yeah, that'd be sick. I got to stop being such a fucking homebody. Yeah, that's kind of one of my things too. And that was like one of my takeaways from upstate New York. It's like, there ain't shit to do here. There's so much more to do in LA and I, in Long Beach. And I just don't take enough advantage of it. I know. Like I'm, I'm all I can think about is how I'm turning 40 in a couple months and like, Hmm, what did I do in my thirties? Well, I saw a lot of movies and I played a lot of video games. Fuck. Yeah. Solid decade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can, you know, we have the pandemic as an excuse for the past couple of years, but now it's just, now I got to kind of get back out there, be a little more active socially. Um, well, once Dustin really is in back the in the scene, because Dustin's been, I think, in Detroit. Dude, I'm I'm pretty sure he is on the verge or just wrapped filming his first movie where he's the lead. What? Yeah. Sick. Yeah. So he's he he might actually be back in town this week. So I want to definitely go catch more of him doing stand up and stuff. Yeah, so you got to come on gotta, and promote it. Fuck yeah. Have you been you been keeping up with him, right? You're not just seeing the stuff on his social media. You no, talk no, from we, here or there. Yeah, yeah, we talk. Hmm. I have his number too, and I, I texted him twice ever. <laughs> once, <laughs> once to let him know I was coming to Redondo with my ex. See him. Dustin's the man, though. I miss him. We got to get him back on eventually. Yeah, I agree. Well, speaking of movies, um, I I went to the, the theater again, and I, I just saw... Everything, everywhere, all at once for the second time, which is just... I just wanted to reinforce it that it's a five-dicker, and yeah, it's its a five-dicker. He's in a... And then, sorry, not to... He's in a movie with Ariana DeBose. What the hell's that? She was nominated for an Oscar. Didn't she win? What? I, I don't know this what you're talking about. He's filming right now called Stealing Jokes. Yeah, that's the one. I didn't know that... Who is this Ariana DeBose? I have to see this human. She was in West Side Story. Uh, I was going to say, she has to be hot. I feel like 99% of the women named Ariana are hot. Oh, yeah, she is an Oscar winner. Look at fucking Dusty shooting movies with Oscar winners. And it just says, all it says on IMDb is plot kept under wraps. When we find out, (laughs) that's usually the last piece of info we find out before someone stops coming on the MSPH podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, he was telling oh, they're me, they're working with he's... Oscar winners now or right, no longer on their, <laughs> on their circuit. He, he was telling me that, you know, he's hanging out. It's a, it's a pretty small cast and they're hanging out a lot. And there's this other comedian named ha ha Davis, who I've never heard of, but apparently the guy's a fucking juggernaut. And he's like, dude, everywhere we go, people are just like hounding us to get selfies with haha davis he was oh, in mom. old town road what mm, i don't know what that is the music video yeah the little nas x music video oh yes. oh shit all right all right he was he... in chance the rapper's magnificent coloring world i mean he's got his real name's carlos davis he's got Big seven Sean single again at 7.5 million followers. Yeah, dude's a juggernaut. Man, yeah, I'm stoked to see awesome. this movie. Yeah, and I'm super pumped for Dustin. Yeah, man. I mean, he's been... He was grinding the LA shit forever, so... Yeah. Good for him. Uh, but I, I realized that I did need to see some sort of new movie to talk about. 
So I just bounced around the streaming platforms looking at stuff that just recently got released. Have you guys ever heard of a movie called The Outfit? It's in theaters, but it's also streaming on the cock. So I watched that. <laughs> and it's got, yeah, uh, it's got one, of my, one of my celebrity crushes, Zoe Deutsch from Zombieland 2 in it. And Mark Rylance who I believe is also an Oscar winner. He is. He was uh, the billionaire in, in Don't Look Up. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And he was in uh, Bridge of Spies, I think. I think that's what got him the Oscar. And he was in um, Ready Player One. I could have swore I've never seen him before um, Don't Look Up. And now, and like, I've heard his name a million times since. So... I'm looking up the IMDb, which I'm gonna call it, um, profile or page of the outfit. Hour and forty five, rated R. Okay. Well, yeah. What was your What was your takeaway? How did you feel about this? It was kind of cool. It's it's another one of those movies that. So it's it's like I think 1950s or early 60s Chicago, and Mark Rylance is a British cutter, so he makes custom suits and shit. And just about all of his clientele are mobsters. So the whole, the whole movie takes place in his shop. It's kind of like a little Reservoir Dogsy. So it starts very mellow, and then it just twist after twist after twist, and stuff gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's at some points it does get a little like, well, that's, that's kind of convenient, or that's a hell of a twist. But out of all the twists that it throws at you, it was it was solid. I dug it. Is it was he a, a cutter for one mafia family or for like all of them? I think just mainly one family gave him the majority of his business, and he was also when he was a cutter in England, he was also mainly suiting up gangsters there. And then he comes to America and falls right back into working for gangsters. No, but it was it, it was it was pretty dope. It held my attention, especially for you know a single setting thing. Even though it, it's kind of a big shop, so there's like the reception area where Zoe Deutsch sits, and shit happens there. And then there's the area where he works, which is pretty big. And then he's got like a little office, but it was it was it was a brisk. Hour and forty five. It went by pretty quick, and Mark Rylance is a. F- that dude's got superpowers. That guy's acting is fucking crazy, fucking crazy. Fair enough. Um, at at the end of the day, it's not the world's most exciting movie, but it was it was clever and it was well done, well acted, and uh, I'm glad I watched it. It's like a three point five dicker. It's like three and okay. a half Rylance dicks. I uh, reminded looking at IMDb reminded me that I went to the the theater. Oh, did you know? Yes. We went and saw The Northman. Oh. Think I'm going to go this weekend. Wait a second. Shuddy, if you had to be reminded that you saw it, I'm guessing you were not a fan. No, no. No, I no. I had to be reminded that I've seen it since the last time we recorded. Mm. I I didn't talk about it the last time because we went Tuesday. Okay, because I didn't see that show up on your letterbox D. 
All right, Mark. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh? It fucking ruled. Right? It, it ruled. It might be the new top A24 movie for me. I thought it was fucking rad. Wow. I really liked it. So you liked it more than uh, Green Room? I think between, I think, uh, number one, it can be almost interchangeable between Green Room, Everything Everywhere All at Once, and The Northmen. No kidding. That's, those are the, that's my A24 pocket, I think. No horror movies. I'll just stay away from those. But, I mean, those, it was phenomenal. So now that you've seen it, like, you, you, now you know the parts where it gets a little artsy. Yeah. But it wasn't... That stuff didn't lose me, but I could see it no, potentially losing Jeff. So the, the one, the, the artsy parts that I mentioned to Sharon, which she said she had any, she didn't even notice. It really, I thought it was fucking the only pretentious things in the movie, the only pretentious thing in the movie for me really felt like every time it was dark outside, they filmed in black and white. Oh, I never picked Except up on for that. the fire. They had the fire in color, but everything else was black and white. So it wasn't even dark. It was just black and white. Oh, shit. And that that bothered me. But that was the only thing that really stuck out to me. I, I mean, it was it was awesome. Do you think, Shuddy, it's bad if we spoil the location of the final battle in the movie for Jeff? No, because... It's prophesied relatively early on. That's true. Yeah. The, the the seer does tell him that he's going to fight his enemy in a volcano. Oh, well, <laughs> there we go. That's it's, it's <laughs> so, been spoiled. It, it, she says it pretty blatantly. Like <laughs> I mean that that's that is one of the more metal final fights in a movie. Just fighting in, in front of an erupting volcano is so fucking cool. Yeah, I mean, if I heard that, my immediate thought would be like, oh, I guess I'll tell you where I'm not going. <laughs> a fucking casino. Stay, or a volcano, excuse me. Volcano. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so what? What? how many uh, Viking dicks are you sucking, Shuddy? Uh, four, seven, five. Ooh, powerful. I really... Really fucking liked it. I really did. Yeah, you got to get out and see that, Jeff. It's fucking dope. The, uh, the next A24 movie I'm going to see will probably be Marcel the Shell with shoes on. I've seen the poster for that, but I haven't seen the trailer. The trailer looks a little hokey, I would, but Sharon was familiar with it because I Michaela was really into it when they were coming out. What is when it? The YouTube, it, they were YouTube videos that it's Jenny Slate. Really? Yeah. We watched the first one and then it said, hey. uh, written by Jenny Slate. Marcel the Shell is Jenny Slate. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> I like Jenny Slate. And they're fucking hysterical. It, I, I mean, they're not really kid oriented. They're like silly, innocent, goofy, but they're filled with a lot of subtext and jokes. Like it's just Jenny Slate being a little seashell with shoes on, giving little quippy one line jokes. Yeah, I'm in. 
I kind of want to see. I don't know if the if you've seen the trailer for it yet. Um, I think it's Alex Garland's new movie called Men. I want nothing to do with that fucking piece of shit garbage looking movie. Yeah, for real. Fuck that movie. Fuck that actress. If she's right up there with Amy Adams, I cannot. After that stupid fucking other A twenty four movie that she was in with Jesse Plemons. Oh, I'm thinking of ending things. Yeah. Uh, I thought you cooled off a little bit on your anti Amy Adams thing. I have, but all my vitriol is now on her, especially for this stupid fucking movie. It looks creepy. Dude, I was as good as old looked. So I saw this trailer a while ago and it played before the Nick Cage movie that we saw. Um, and I was like kind of jabbing at you. I was like, wait, wait until you see the title for this fucking movie. And it came up men. And I just kind of like gave him a look and like, I don't think me and you connected or you're not feeling me. I feel on the point that I was making it was just like, oh man, they're really going to just make an anti-man movie. Like men are the fucking, are the, are the horror for women. Like it was so it was the cheesiest fucking trailer ever. It does look kind of creepy though. I'll give you that. <laughs> uh yeah i didn't get that tri- as creepy as the black phone i didn't get triggered like jeff did so i'm i'm still in to see it yeah, i mean we're getting killed these days between these horror movies politics it's been it's people don't understand how tough it is to be a man <laughs> that, that reminds me of that that joke from parks and rec when um uh chris oh fuck why am i spacing on his name from class action park Jersey comedian, Gethard. yeah, Chris Gethard. Yeah. He, I almost he, got there. He has like the 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 men's rights group, and he interrupts <laughs> interrupts like a speech, public speech. He's like, men have had it very hard for these very recently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what I just did. Um, Do you? See. I watched the first. I passed out last night during the second episode, but I watched the first episode in half of the final half season of Ozark. Have you gotten to that and or better call Saul episode three of this new season is a slot. Uh, it's a slow episode. There's seven, right? Of the back half. I believe so. Okay. Uh, episode, we're going to watch f- episode four tonight, but episode three was, was tough to get through. Yeah, I have some of my same criticisms from the last half season, but like, if I'm being honest, I kind of like the first episode. It was like the same, like far fetched, like plot twist. But I don't know. I thought it was pretty good. I don't know, Kevin. Where are you at with Ozark? I haven't watched any of it yet. Gotcha. I know because I, 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 when I started watching Ozark, I was into it, and then as it went on. I remember still enjoying it, but all of the plot points have kind of just been in one ear and straight out the other. So I don't even remember the cliffhangers from the last season. I don't remember where the plot points are. And just from a lot of what I've heard is people saying a lot of the stuff you guys are. It's it's a little it's gotten far fetched. It's not as entertaining. So I haven't I haven't been making time for it. I don't have a way to watch Better Call Saul, even though I'm fucking dying to. So I've just been making my way through Barry when Barry comes out and grinding my way through the Halo series. 
my, oh, I want to talk about that in a second. My brother said that he saw some like graphic on Reddit that just had the, um, like in a bar graph, the IMDB ratings of the Ozark seasons. And it's just like a steady decline. Oh shit. <laughs> it's just, just steadily declines. Uh, but I mean, so far the second half is good. Uh, I'm not a completionist like you, Kevin, but I'm definitely going to watch the end of Ozark. Yes, fair enough. I mean, the first, the first, really after it really kind of started to go downhill once. Uh, spoiler: Wendy's brother dies. Like that, I thought that character kicked ass. Yeah, he was awesome. I thought that was good. Yeah, uh, it's went down since, but to me, like the first two seasons were as good as anything Netflix has done. Like I was, I was a huge fan of Ozark. So it's disappointing to see it kind of stumble down the finish line or towards the end, but that's typically how these shows go. It's hard to stick the landing on these things. But uh, before we talk about the halo, cause I'm interested in that better call. Saul, you got to figure out a way to watch that. It is just fucking that talk about a show that won't struggle down the end. <laughs> Holy shit. Like the first three episodes of this last season are fucking sick. I the fourth one aired Monday. I haven't had a chance to watch it yet, but man, that, that show kicks ass. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm really bummed out. I was, I was of the, under the impression that Netflix was getting it each episode the day after they air, but apparently that's just every other country's Netflix, not America. So American Netflix has to wait until there's not even a date set, but they're guessing 2023. It's not on Hulu. Hmm. I have to check Hulu. Like my mother has Fubo TV. Fubo? And I, yeah, re- really random. I don't even know why she has it, but they oh, have got, like an on-demand. <laughs> they have like an on-demand function that just that just has all the Better Call Sauls. So that's pretty cool. Damn. Yeah, I got to find I watch it at her house. But we're taping it on our YouTube TV anyway. So, I mean, I'm, I have it on my, my shit anyways. What did you, so how many episodes are you through Halo? I think I just finished episode five yesterday. It is not one of the AMC shows on Hulu. My apologies. Fucking farts. I'll find a way. I'll find a way. But yeah, the um, Halo looks pretty good. And like I said in the past when we brought it up a few episodes ago, like, I, I like, like visually. Yeah, and I like Pablo Shriver. Um Bokeem Woodbine kicks ass. But outside of that, it's mostly just dollar bin actors kind of look like they got <laughs> plucked out, out of a school play. Um the the sets all look cool whenever they're in a spaceship and stuff, but it's it's kind of just Halo the soap opera and not Halo the series. It's it's just got so much stuff that isn't action. Like there, there, you have as far as episode five, the Halo's not even in the fucking show yet. You got to see the Covenant do one battle at the beginning of the first episode, and they just mopped up a bunch of fucking regular dinky ass humans in a colony. And then it's just been, you know, kind of intrigue and drama into the you know the the master chief's backstory and stuff and him remembering suppressed memories and then finally at the end of episode 5 was a fucking sick sick battle awesome 
of just the Spartans versus and the Marines versus a Covenant attack, and you get to see fucking guns from Halo finally popping in and multiple different variations of the Covenant. So, I don't know. Hopefully, they were just doing an unnecessary amount of world building, and now the rest of it kicks ass, I hope. I mean, I'm still going to watch it because it's a fucking Halo series. I love Halo, and all I can think about when I watch it is, man, they should have just let Neil Blomkamp make his Halo movie. Because I think he was making it, if I'm remembering correctly, and then the project got scrapped, but he was already far enough where he was working with the visual effects people, designing weapons and explosions and stuff, so they just ported that all into District 9 when he made that. Um, somewhat, not, it's not very much related, but <laughs> I, uh, did you have either one of you guys seen the Avatar 2 trailer or have any interest in that movie, generally speaking? I'm interested, but I think the only footage they showed was at CinemaCon. I don't know if there's any of it online yet. Gotcha. It's probably going to be a banger, right? I mean, James Cameron just doesn't miss. I, hope I didn't not. like Avatar that much, but. I mean, this one's like an underwater Avatar movie, and they've been working on it for fucking 10 years or something. <laughs> but it's also because I think now now they're just shooting um, Avatar 2 through 7 in just one fell swoop. Right. Do you think, like, when do you think James Cameron, when's the last time you think he heard no from a movie studio? Do you think it's just never, it's probably just, like, 80... Eight. <laughs> I mean, like, after Terminator Two, there's no fucking chance. Well, yeah, didn't see. I felt like he got the full budget he wanted for that movie. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, before we get too far away, we did get an email about Halo from Trevor, who says, "Is it just me, or does the new Halo feel like there's a lot of Game of Thrones-like character creation? The girl who is the human lead of the Covenant looks and acts like Daenerys in many ways. That is true. She ties." to the Covenant aliens in a past as she was tied to the dragons. My sentence kind of broke my brain. Man, my ADD is fucking me up because I thought of a list of things when watching the other day, but now trying to quickly send this, I've just fucking blanked out. Oh, well. <laughs> I thought that was your thought for a second. I was like, oh, man, you're really having a tough time with that email. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I do kind of similarly get that. It's just... It sucks they're putting, and I don't know if it was just a way to save on the budget because it's an expensive ass show to just not have a lot of action. But it's a come on, it's a Halo series. You got to have some big battles every episode, and also include the Halo, please. I think those are fair requests. Yeah. Right. All right, well, while I got the inbox open, let's see uh, I, what uh, other humans wrote to us. I was going to say, I really don't even know what the Halo is. The I have only, no idea either. The only Halo I've ever played is just like um, like with my homies in the dorm rooms or dorm buildings, stuff like that. I never like only played like online or whatever, never played the game itself. Well, the Halo is just like a, a man-made object that's just a, a massive, massive ring in outer space. And the ins- interior of the ring is terraformed. So it's like a, a livable man-made planet. Just shaped like a hoop. Wow, you did a pretty good job of explaining that. Thank you. Terraform. I haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> God, I wish it was easier to sort through these fucking emails and 
not all this Patreon shit. Uh, oh, here we go. Thank you, by the way, <laughs> guys. Thanks um, for that. Thanks for subscribing. Hey guys, been listening to since Kevin left SiriusXM. You guys are pretty goddamn funny. Never listened to a podcast until I, until I started listening to you guys. Oh, cool. Um, I'm emailing you guys to ask Kevin a question about Musso and Frank. Is there parking close by? <laughs> <laughs> I know this is a lame question, but it's all, all I know, got. As you can tell, we do not vet these emails before. Nope. <laughs> before we get them, before we talk about them on uh, on air. Yeah, it's Mus- a great question, Kevin. Answer them. Musso and Frank is on Hollywood Boulevard. It's a steakhouse that's over a hundred years old. It's fucking delicious. It's prominently featured in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. They have a valet lot, but it's Hollywood Boulevard, so if you want to roll the dice and try to find metered street parking, go for it. When did LA when did L when was LA invented? Cause like I I hear that number and it's like is did Musso and Frank's did it get established before LA was incorporated officially? I feel like 1835. I would have definitely went on the under on that, or I definitely would have guessed later than that. Anyways. I got another email from Katie who says, I have some random not brain questions. Question one, did y'all ever make that Amazon wish list for Jeff's wall? If so, where can I find it and contribute? No, we did not. No. (laughs) No. Sorry. Uh, that was another one of those empty promises that we came up with on the show and forgot about. Uh, question yeah. two. What's a movie that makes you cry, but you're embarrassed to admit it makes you cry? Armageddon. <laughs> oh, the animal crackers. <laughs> I mean, the first couple of times I certainly cried when Harry Stamper was saying goodbye to... Oh, yeah. Uh, I can't Tyler. disagree with that. Yeah, but after the you know 50th time, I stopped crying. Um, geez, that's a tough question. Like I got a little too emotional more than I even care to talk about during a star is born in front of my ex. So I definitely, uh, there were some tears that were not discussed, uh, when we, I gave you guys my review of Coda. Oh, uh, Coda hit shutty right in the feels. It sure did. Uh, I mean, how about you? You, you watch Coda and you loved it. Dude, Do you know this, what he's talking about? At this point in my life, I cry in every fucking movie. I don't know what the fuck happened to me, man. Do you have you ever cried at a movie or f- during a movie in front of Carl? No, but it comes close. Like I have to put effort into into stopping it. <laughs> yeah. Like if the house lights were up and she looked over at me, she'd definitely see watery eyes. Like I have the same type of things in my brain. Trying to last longer as I'm so trying to not happen, cry. What would <laughs> what would happen if, at the same time you were having to fight to cry, fight the urge to cry while watching a movie, you also had to fart. Which one would give? Ooh. Hey, I'm yeah. I'm man enough where I can control my ass and my eyeballs at the same time. I don't know. Let's just say they're both on the cusp. You had to go one or the other. What are you doing in front of? because yeah, yeah. she could lose respect for you if you cry no she could no she she's a she's the type of woman where i'll get brownie points for crying in a movie and showing my emotional side <laughs> then why wouldn't dump her, you do that dump her because it's just principle shoddy it's principle 
But like the principles you stand on sometimes are just so bananas to me. Principles are her pussies. I don't know. It, like it just it happened once I got to maybe my mid thirties where I'm like, why am I catching the chin wobbles in every fucking movie? And then like once my dad died, forget about it. Especially if there's a movie with dad stuff. Like I I watched uh Benjamin Button the other day. And I was I was watching it while I was doing my exercise routine. So I would pause it and I'd do some push ups and stuff and start it again and got to the point where I was like, All right, there's enough time left in the movie where I can hop on the exercise bike and finish the rest of the movie on the bike. And the fucking ending with the dad shit just had me blubbering like a bitch while I'm shirtless on this bike, my tits <laughs> flapping in the wind, my my uh love handles are just jiggling like Pamela Anderson in Baywatch and I'm just like <laughs> on my fucking you keep bike. pedaling through the crying. Oh fuck yeah, yeah, I got you know, cardio. Push, push through the mountain. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> so this, this I, I should have brought this up during the review and I texted you guys about like a similar topic, but I almost want to do like a topic where we like relitigate uh movies five dick resume or possible five dick resume. Oh, I'm so in I'm like, I thought, I don't know, maybe you can change my mind, but I thought I was a lot higher on Curious Case of Benjamin Button than most people. I've like, never I, seen it. I think, like, as time goes by, as it gets older, people, like, appreciate that movie less and less. But when I walked out of the theater, it wasn't a thing at the time, but I was like, that is a five-dicker, 100% five-dicker. I love that movie. Well, I mean, it it was great. Let me. I, I'm pretty sure I gave it four and a half dicks. I mean, you held a a pretty long, outstanding grudge on Kate Blanchett for years. <laughs> so did, she yeah. she probably could have ruined this for you uh, initially, or definitely um, wet blanketed it for you initially. But okay. what do you have on IMDb um, or Letterboxd? Guys, I hate to do this. I have to go pee. All right. Are you sure right. you don't want to pee on camera? Sure, I don't want to pee on camera. Good old days, you know? Man, you changed, Shuddy. You changed. Uh, I'm fucking sellout. I'm officially on record with Benjamin Button being a four and a half dicker. So what's keeping you from the five? Is it just like... It's currently streaming on Prime if anybody wants to check it out. But uh, the beginning stuff was a little silly of him being like a little old man. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. But outside of that, I mean, when he goes and joins that fishing boat and he's with Jared Harris. Yeah. That that whole thing I loved. And then, you know, obviously when he starts getting super young and he has to start making plans for the inevitable, then it's, you know, super emotional. But I don't know. The, it's fucking... The acting in it is great. The, the de-aging plus the aging are, are pretty well, especially for a movie that's well over 10 years old. Um, you know, Taraji go Henson as, was awesome. I want to go as far as to say that was like my favorite Brad Pitt, Brad Pitt performance. Like it's hard to like really, like I love Moneyball, but it wasn't really like an amazing performance type thing. Like he, you know, he didn't have to like act that much. I don't think. Um, Inglorious Bastards probably a five dicker and he's fucking awesome in it but I, I just love Curious Case of Benjamin Button and it'd probably be like 
my favorite Brad Pitt movie when it's all said and done. Um, and that's actually one of the movies that I had on off the top of my head to ask you guys about like, am I, am I wrong? Do I like, am I on an Island here? Cause I think it's a five dicker knowing that you have it a four and a half lease makes me feel a little bit better about that. Yeah. This isn't like a judgment night stance. Right. Another movie that I watched um, with my, with my, my brother and my mom over the weekend that is a, unquestionably, in my opinion, a five dicker. And I wonder when the last time you guys have seen this movie, fucking training day, training day kicks so much ass. I watched, I rewatched it again this past weekend. It was just like, like the scene when he's in the, the, the Mexican dude's house is just fucking phenomenal. Like it is so good, but there's, there's a, a few just like six scenes in it. How do you feel about training day? Is that a five dicker for you? I've only seen it once. I got to revisit it. Oh, I saw I'm kind of jealous because I've seen training day, like at least probably 10, 15 times. Jeff would like to see it with fresh eyes again. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. He's jealous of us. Cause like, to me, like that's such a fucking powerhouse movie. Like obviously Denzel kills it, but like Ethan Hawke really puts together a hell of a performance too. And then, one of like one of the Clark classics is something I texted you guys about and it's on Netflix. I fucking love the negotiator. Everyone look me in the eyes. I fucking love the negotiator. I love that movie. <laughs> I feel like Kevin Spacey should get a pass from fucking around with underage boys just because of the go- the negotiator. Spacey is so good in that unusual suspects. I'm willing to forgive. I know I I know most people aren't, and I haven't I read enough where I should probably be saying that, but I, I'm willing to forgive. Um I really like if we're gonna be going on this swimming with sharks with Kevin Spacey. I don't think I know that one. Yeah, me neither. Oh he plays a Hollywood executive, I believe. And he's just awful to his underling who then kidnaps him and tortures him. I got to say, um, listing favorite Kevin Spacey movies is a, is a turn I did not expect this episode to take. But as long as we're there, um, seven. Uh, it's Actually, Kevin hold on, hold on. Spacey, Scratch Frank that. Whaley, Benicio uh, Del Toro. Sorry. No, What's your favorite fuck, Kevin fuck Kevin. Movie? No, no. Timing is everything with humor, and it's ruined. Um I don't see. Oh, so Katie has more stuff. Also, y'all said hit you up for some merch to spread the word, and never got a reply back from Shuddy. Oh, Sad emoji. Yeah, she she just blamed you. Actually, <laughs> I, t- I take responsibility for that. Hand up! I take responsibility. That's very brave of you, Shuddy. <laughs> anyway, love the show. I'm constantly on the road, and y'all shows make my day that much better. Oh, and Kevin, you did take an $8 deal in Queef or No Queef. Oh, wow. yes. Kate, Katie did DM me this, talking about that. And we're having a little bit of, like, Queef or No Queef gate because one of, like, no offense to Katie, but an, uh, a Puminati executive, Deep Voice Mike, said that said something differently. So it's hard to contradict him or to... If only... If it, if only if only it was recorded. 
I know where you're going. I hate the sound of my voice so bad. I've never, I've, I might've heard snippets of this podcast a handful of times. Like I never listen, never fuck that. I think I sound like such a nerd. And then Kevin confirms it with his fucking impression of me. Am I taking stupid pills here? (laughs) I I hear enough of what I said in the sound drops anyways. I don't need to go back and re-listen to some of the terrible things that I've said. Intel Anglefort? Every time I I piss, it smells terrible. (laughs) It's an asparagus thing. I fucking love that one. (laughs) Every time I I piss, it smells terrible. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. All right, well... Uh, let's do with the remaining bit of time we have left together. Ah! Voicemails, yay! Man, that was a struggle. Fucking evasive buttons and shit. Alright, so let's take um, another crack at chipping away at Mount Voicemail. And she... What this motherfucker says. This is transcription not available. Ah, shit! Matt, I just party hour. What's up, guys? This is Jeff from San Pedro. I am fucked up right now, bro. Man, people love calling us wasted. And I, I yeah. don't hate it. He DM'd me like a month ago warning me about this email or this voicemail. Uh, him and I talked about it on 420. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's from March 13th, so Jeff and San Pedro has been sweating this for a long time. Yeah, he, did, he probably doesn't even remember it. Um, let me see. Go ahead. Sorry. Took two fucking heavy dabs, and I've been drinking Buffalo fucking whiskey. Trace whiskey out of a fucking bottle <laughs> for the last two hours. So I've been getting divorced and bullshit and fucking bitch. I came home today and the bitch fucking took off with the fucking dogs. Can you believe that shit? She even took the fucking trash cans and left the fucking trash on the floor. Anyway, I just want to say Dang. what's up to the Puminati out there. It's been a long time since we've heard from Arts. I hope he's okay. Um, anyway... <laughs> You guys are still doing a kick-ass fucking show, and I'm drunk as fuck. Jeff, you're fucking cool, dude. I hope you and I can hang out. I live, in, I live in San Pedro, bro. I'm, like, right down the road. Kevin, you're cool. I'm happy that, you know, you got a good girl with you. Not like my fucking, I guess, soon-to-be ex-wife. Fuck her, dude. She sucks. Yes. But your girl's cool, well and she's probably sexy as fuck. I can only imagine. <laughs> Shuddy boy. Oh my god. What's up, bro? You fucking rock, dude. I love your beard. I don't know why. I think it looks great on you. You look weird without a fucking beard. You look like a mutant. But anyway, oh and you got god. a weird fucking he man fucking I don't know. I don't get it, but it's cool. It's cool, bro. I don't get the whole he man shit though. I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing and um smoke weed. Oh, 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 that's what I actually called for. Besides my fucking shitty life and my shitty divorce. Um since I live in L.A. area, I suggest 
now that COVID's gone. Oh, Kevin, I'm so sorry about your father, dude. Um, it sucks, man. I lost my dad during COVID in 2020, and it was one of the toughest things I ever went through. So I'm right there with you. And um, going back to what I was going to originally say is uh, 626 Night Market, we should do a Puminati meetup for the L.A. members of the Puminati. I'm one of them. I know Arts is and Bugnish, I think. I don't know. But let's make this shit happen, dude. Let's do it on the fucking Patreon. So, fuck yeah. You know, hit us up. I, I need to get back on the slack. It's been forever. I love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. You guys fucking rock. And uh, fucking Kevin, good luck. And Jeff and... Jeff, don't trust women. Shuddy. Fucking, I'm going to get two ferrets, dog. I'm going to have to go to Arizona and get them, bring them back. We get a white one and a bandit. And I suggest you keep getting ferrets because they're the coolest fucking creatures. Anyway, I didn't get to say goodbye to my dogs. So she took them. I'm going to keep getting drunk tonight, and hopefully I'll piss myself. Love you guys. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a that's a Hall of Fame voicemail. Well, uh, well done. A lot of ground cover. There's a second one from him also. He did tell me that there are two drunk voicemails from him. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Look at that. <laughs> All right. I mean, we we have a, a lot to discuss or could have a lot to discuss in the first one. First of all, dude, that sucks with the dogs. Like, what a fucking whore. No, no offense. Phil, <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm on your side here. Um. Damn, you should go John Wick against your your ex. I mean, how fucking how tight would you guys be, or shuddy would you be if you came home and there was no dogs? Like, what the fuck? That's that's punishable by death. Guess I'm right. on an island Easy. here. All right. Easy, no, Jeff. I mean, are, did he? I didn't understand that. Maybe she like that sounds the way you're describing. It sounds like she snatched the dog. When he wasn't around. That's what I thought he said. I thought he like pretty much went to work and she moved out and just took the dogs. Okay. I did not catch that part. It's terrible, man. I felt bad for him in that sense. I feel I like that, my mind. Despite him being really drunk and obviously drunk, I thought it was a pretty good voicemail. It took a couple tangents, but it was solid work. <laughs> well, uh, let's see what he has for round two. And you can understand what he was hey, saying. Hey, that's just party hour. It's uh, Jeff from San Pedro calling you back. It's uh, the same. Just piss my pants. I guess early morning is the last <laughs> message. It's about maybe an hour and a half or so uh, fucking later. Um, anyway, I fucking, I'm so fucking cross-faded, guys. Uh, I just took another, I just took a fucking bong hit of some, I don't know what the fuck it was, but it fucking made me hack. I just took a bong hit, and I think I'm tired, and I'm not sure. I'm definitely drunk. I ate half a Sereno sandwich. It's fucking delicious. Man, he he said he barfed, right? That I did hear, yes. It means he's hungry again. Yeah. An empty stomach. Fuck, no, I want and a sandwich. A bag of salt and vinegar chips at 3.30 in the morning. Oh, fuck yeah. <clears throat> oh, God. What day is this? <laughs> like March. 13th, March 12th. I'm not fucking sure. It's Sunday. Daylight savings time. I think that's why I went forward in a whole hour. Holy fuck, it's almost four. Bullshit. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, speaking of this bong hit, guys, um, I've noticed that weed in California has been kind of bullshit lately, dude. 
And I don't mean, I mean, it gets you high and shit, but Jeff and Kevin, I know you guys will agree with me. The weed was a lot better before the shit was prepackaged, right? It just felt better. It smelled better. It tasted better. It fucking got you 10 times more high than whatever bullshit they're packing now. It's been on the fucking shelf for six months before it gets to your fucking hands. Anyway, I love you guys. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good night. Maybe I'll wake up dead. I don't know. No, I'll wake up alive. I'll wake up alive. I got it Sunday and, uh, uh, it's fucking Sunday. I, I gotta take a shit. Talk to you guys later. Man. I, I actually do 100% agree with them. I think, I mean, wreck weed is certainly a decline from the pretty much wreck weed we had beforehand. Like I still go to trap houses. I went to the, the spot in Torrance yesterday because it was like 14 grams for like 160 bucks. And you can't get that price of like on a gram, even if you buy in bulk on, on, um, in California rack shops between the taxes and stuff. And I do, I do think it's a lot worse. Like I, I feel I'm both on both on all accounts. I guess being a complete lightweight, um, helps, helps me because i don't notice a dip in quality i still get completely fucked up every time i smoke um i do think the weed probably is a little drier since they have to prepackage everything but then you get like these cool jars afterwards this one's really fucking sick i was talking about this one in the in the easter egg oh but they're i i I get them wanting to make these things childproof but please stop making them stoner proof why do they need to be childproof? And you know what you put in those, Kevin? Other than the marijuana. Definitely not those fucking weed tampons you're all you about. You put humidity packets in there, and it keeps the weed from drying out. Remember that time you almost quit the podcast over those commercials? Well, because I had... <laughs> <laughs> Man, that really fired you up, though. I've just been getting this really, really purple stuff that's been relatively inexpensive and fries me. Very powerful. Yeah, I think the I think there's just been more and more purple buds going around the uh, the marijuana Holy. scene. Mine's over there. Look as purple I as I remember like them looking, but yeah, I kind of I kind of like to. If I see weed on display and it looks like something that I would have seen in high times when I was 15, I have to do my younger self a favor and buy it. If it's crazy looking colors, got lots of interesting hairs on it, I want to smoke that. But you're a self-described mid-smoker, so I feel like that'd be... You would stay away from the, the more colorful buds. Nah. I mean, it's just like, okay, I'll just take one hit and see how fucked up I get. And then it's like, oh, I got pretty fucked up. And then it takes me like a month to smoke smoke an eighth. See, that to me <laughs> is the best option. That's that's almost, uh, I'd actually, I'm kind of jealous of that. I wish that my weed tolerance was a little lighter. I'm actually going to try to make it a little lighter. I'm try to just smoke more during the night, even though I'm about to break that rule once Patreon starts. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know how some people like like arts. I mean, the guy lives up to his name, a real true stoner. I, I don't 
understand how anybody can consume that much THC and then be functional. And then it's like, man, I'm in, in some ways I'm jealous because I do like the act of smoking. I like the ritual. There's a lot of cool and fun ways to consume weed in various forms of THC. But then it's like, man, that is that is an expensive habit when you have to do that many dabs. But I guess it's a benefit when you work in the biz. I smoke way more than you, and I don't even I don't even dab. So it gives you an idea of how how in deep arts is to the marijuana yeah, game. For real. I almost never used the dab rig. I think the last time I used it was probably MSPH wrestling. That's when you dust it off. I, I would. I might would... have used it since then. I just I don't know. I just sitting at home and doing a dab is not for me. I don't think. I don't think I've taken a dab. I would probably be the last time was when I saw art, I would assume. I, I also think part of it is I have too many options. So do you, maybe you default to like the easiest? Exactly. Like I default to the volcano or the little G pen dash, or I've been, I busted the bubbler out again. Oh, Ooh. fuck. Yeah. I, I actually have bubbler. to buy a bong. And I feel like I've been talking about this for years. Just I've never pulled the trigger. Which leads me, the bubbler came out over the weekend, which leads me to a video game question, Kevin. Have you gotten or have any interest in Switch sports? Um, I do have an interest in it. So I, I listen to uh, the Nintendo Power podcast that comes out once a month. And the way they were talking about it did make it seem really fun. I'm just wary that it's going to be one of those games that I buy, I play it for like a week, and then it just sits there and I never touch it again. That is likely to happen, but it is very fun. It is very fun. And I feel like it would be a good one to have next time I do a game night here. Yes. Like have some people face off in bowling or tennis or whatever. Volleyball is really fun. There's sword fighting. That's also yeah, pretty... Because I, I remember the, the, the Wii came with Wii Sports when it first got released. Correct. Fucking 15 years ago. Um, and that was really fun. And I feel like I played that one a lot. But then they made Wii Sports Resort. They made a sequel to it and introduced all these other games. And I bought that and I played it for a week and never touched it again. And I just have a feeling... I, I, I like being a lazy gamer. Yeah. I like sitting on the couch. I like getting a little stoned. I don't necessarily want to get up and wiggle my arms around. Well, like what the boys and I did was we did uh, taking turns of bowling. Like we were at a bowling alley and we just passed the bubbler back and forth in between our turns. That's not bad. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, I guess we made it through two voicemails. Really making some progress here, fellas. We're doing it. Yeah, we're going to hit April soon. The April backlog. <laughs> yeah, the next voicemail that I'm looking at is from March 18th. So we're getting there. <sighs> well, thank you for listening, everybody. Sorry the episode was a couple days late, but we'll be back on schedule next week. And if you want to hear more MSPH content, I strongly advise you check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Uh, once, you're, once you're in... You're in, you get all the stuff we've done. There's fucking four and a half years worth of content. We're about to wrap up. We're a couple weeks away from wrapping up the first season of Queef or No Queef. 
Uh, it's a it's a real nail biter on whether myself and Jeff can catch up to Shuddy Boy on his massive lead. Is it even possible <laughs> if you guys add your totals together? Uh, I have to pull up the sheet. I mean, I don't know if Damn you remember it. that email. Oh, no, from... I, you don't have, I, that was more of a joke than an actual question, Jeff. I don't know no, if you, I don't, you... <laughs> Shuddy. I don't it's know if you remember that off. email from Katie, but I did one time take an eight dollar deal. Yeah. Yeah, in cases you do have more than both of us combined. In fact, yeah, that, that by by like four hundred thousand. God damn which, it! Which is like a little, like a twentieth of of Kevin's stack. So, I mean, it's also like one, uh, like one fifteenth of my stack, dude. If if any of you were listening to uh, for the contest between me, Shuddy, and Kevin, you could just wait until next season. <laughs> this shit is over. <laughs> So and um, we're also a few weeks away from season two of Crafter Jeff Shuddy Edition. So Patreon, well worth your time. Come and hang with us, and Shuddy Boy will show you his butthole. Um, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft, at Shuddy Boy, at Jeffro Records, and at MSPH Podcast. Uh, if you want to send us some emails, Mad Scientist Party Hour at gmail.com. You can also watch the almost complete full video episodes on our YouTube, minus the Easter egg, youtube.com slash madscientistpartyhour. I guess that's it, friends. But until next time, oh, something. Bing boing poems. Bing boing poems. Check it, check, 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 check it, I'm checking them, check those, check it, I'm checking them. I'm blubity, flabity, flubity, flabity. What the fuck is it so cold in here? Snoopy poop dog! Snoopy poop dog, indeed. Ew. Taking my crazy pills. Eel, eel, eel. Oh, 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 What's up, yo? What up, Shuddy? Snoopy oh, Poop Dog! Poop! The, uh, the dispensary was doing a deal for May the 4th today. Oh, no way. Yeah. Buy Uh-oh. four or more items, get 30% off. Wow. So you should just be like, okay, I'll take an eighth, um, a little jar of concentrate, these edibles, and a pack of rolling papers. Unfortunately, uh, they don't sell any way to burn marijuana and no edibles. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Stupid rules. So I just, I stocked up on RSO, vape cartridges, and flour. Nice. Uh, I, uh... This strain I got is pineapple kush. Ooh. That sounds tasty. To add to my, what was this one? 
uh, Keystone Banana. Man. And Hash Haze. Remember when we had Mad Scientist Party Hour, OG? I do. Oh, you know what? I really, I I really I enjoyed have, smoking ourselves. So I have to – where's my phone? I, I have a, an Instagram uh, – we have to talk about something marijuana-related from Instagram that I have to remember to mention a Puminati member. All right. I mean, I feel like talking about marijuana is sort of on brand. Yeah. I've been wanting to get a pack of the houseplant pre-rolls. Every time I go into the dispensary, I see them. And they're in this cool little tin case. And I'm like, man, even after I smoke all those pre-rolls, it's a cool little carrying case to keep joints that I roll myself in. And every time I go in there, I look at it. And then I looked at the website yesterday, and I was like, today's the day. I'm fucking doing it. And they're sold out. House plant pre-rolls? Who's, who's like, uh, pot is that? Like, what brand is that? That's um, Seth Rogen stuff. That's what I figured. I feel like the strains you get most excited about now are Joey Diaz and Seth Rogen. They're really understandable. good. They're really good. But I recently... So this place in Studio City, Sweet Flower, they've got, you know, the their little display cases. And I always like to just take a quick browse and see if any of the Nugatos that are on display are physically appealing. No, no, no. It's, on, How it's di- only for titties. Nope. Only, for, only use those for t- titties. Yeah, don't confuse everybody, Kevin. No, 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 no. See, I knew what you meant, but... I think I coined ninety nine percent of the people that listen when you say Nugatos, they think you are And to a hundred percent of the Dragon Ball Queef listeners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, when when I coined the phrase Nugatos well over a decade ago, I think it may have even originated with weed. It did. I but anyway, remember it being wait, a, a weed that's term. A Kevin Kraft classic? Yeah, it, it is. is. It is a KKK. Nice. No, it's a KKC. Actually, it's a Kevin Kraft quote spelled K W O T E. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> ah, really good, Chuddy. Impressive stuff so far. Well, okay. Let me rephrase it. Let me rephrase it. I found nuggets nice. that looked very appealing. One time, I didn't buy them, and they it looked like you know how some people get those fake Christmas trees that um, are white to make it look like they're snowy or whatever that's what these fucking yeah. buds look like they were just snow white and i i was like wow i bet you that's gonna give me a panic attack anyway i'll take these edibles and i kick myself for never buying them because i've never seen them again but i've gone back and i've seen two strains that were super 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 purple and i bought them and they're fucking dirt cheap i think one of them was like 25 dollars for an eighth and that stuff will melt your fucking face off is that is that a recent a recent purchase yeah here hold on this is definitely this is definitely more of an arts thing but i feel like the weed has gotten more and more purple like it's like a it's like a purpley season of weed lately i don't know that's how that's what i'm starting to feel it is very purpley you know what maybe we should Talk if we're going to talk about weed on the main show, maybe we should save this for then so people can actually see 
the buds on YouTube. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm glad you mentioned that specifically because now I can give you, now I remembered to give you record permission. Let me turn off my AC. I don't know how you can do that. I'm running a little hot down here in Long Beach and it's like fucking low 70s. It's. Oh. Fuck, the gotta... high today was supposed to be in the upper 60s. It has not gotten above 60 at all today, and it's rainy, and I'm. it's a little chilly uh, for the shorts I was wearing, or for wearing shorts for me. What was the weather like the latter part of last week towards the weekend? Because like I was upstate New York, and it was fucking beautiful. It was absurdly nice. It, it was pretty nice this weekend. Yeah, it, wasn't it bad. rained on it, Sunday for it me. It was cool, but it wasn't... The mornings were a little rough, and so were the nights, I thought. I do... No, I'm just ready for fucking spring. I do somewhat miss just the idea or just talking about the weather, like having that as like a discussion point. Obviously, it's <laughs> like the most general, like whatever, just kind of like effortless convo starter, but... I don't know. I, I do. I do somewhat miss like seasons and and stuff like that. Like, there's really no need for us to still have the heat on, other than the fact that it's been getting into the 30s at night still. Oh shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I'm not waking up to a 60 degree house in the morning. That's not happening. Wait, is that too cold for you? 60. Yeah. 60 is chilly in the morning to shower and everything. Don't you think? Yeah. 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 I guess I feel you. Love this weather talk. <laughs> I especially like talking about hail. <laughs> I've, I've seen hail like twice. And actually I think once was in California. <laughs> oh, shit, let me fucking tussle my hair a little bit. So I don't look like a CPAC speaker. And honestly, I, this is going to jinx him. But this is probably the best lighting you've ever had. Me? Yes. Yeah. Yes, this new camera. <laughs> Gotta be. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is. a Good job. <laughs> good upgrade. It turns out my, my old camera was a bitch. <laughs> it turns yeah. out the $25 camera wasn't the greatest. Yeah, I, I upgraded to like a, a $47 camera. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Shuddy has, has the same $25 camera, and this is fine. Yeah, but I, I'm I'm sitting in full natural light. I don't have. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Kevin, you do live in like a fucking dungeon. I know. Well, Shuddy, you're also not ghastly pale like I am, and I yeah, also but keep I mean, the... like literally directly across the room from me are two skylights shining on me. Oh so Jesus! Like, I'm sitting in like. Yeah, you're lit up like an influencer. All natural, uh, baby. All natural. My last three apartments all had shitty natural lighting, and I fucking I love natural lighting. This the current place that I I, I uh, live in is just wonderful with that. See, I keep Kevin, I keep my blinds closed all the time because I don't want sunlight getting in and wrecking all the shit that's hanging on my walls. <laughs> Kevin, you got to come down to Long Beach eventually. I do. I wanna I wanna come down and and do um a double recording of dragon ball queef okay i like that yeah we can definitely get get into that you might have to come over for a master chef wednesday when that reboots oh shit yeah and i was just thinking about it i have to go away in six weeks 
not a long trip, but I have to go for um, my sister's wedding. She's getting married in Wyoming. So wait, your your stepsister, right? Half sister. Yeah, Harley. Yes. So I have to Jackson Hole. I don't even know some hole. But um, I, I was thinking like, oh shit, if I have to leave on a Wednesday, or wait, if 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 MasterChef comes out on Wednesdays, that means it hits streaming on Thursdays. I might have to bring some sort of recording equipment with me so we can still put out the episodes on time. Couldn't we just do it the way that Dom and I do our shows and just record the Zoom audio? We could. and just I mean, but then we wouldn't have sound effects and stuff. It would just be a... Oh, we don't really need them for Master crafter jeff do we not particularly i mean if we go one episode without sound effects it's fine can we use the naboa dagger whenever someone gets eliminated that is another dagger (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do about 80 percent of the msbh podcast today sober wow the first time in a while I'm going to do uh, 100% of the MSPH podcast, not sober. Uh, God bless you. I uh, I want to chill on the daytime weed a little bit, get a little more production. I'm going to have to get back into like a healthier kick. Some of the I, some of the things that I saw in upstate New York scarred me. <laughs> I gotta I gotta get back. I gotta get back to normal on some some things. <laughs> All right, I guess we can get into that. Do you guys hear like an industrial machine crunching things? No. No. I don't hear I got to peek out the window and see what these fucking scumbags Could are. Could it be the garbage man? No. This this has been going on for like a half hour now. Let's see what the fuck this is. If it's been going on for a half hour, why is he now while we're recording? Just deciding to go check out and check it out and see what it is. Well, maybe to shoot him some bail. Maybe he thought for most of it he was like, "Oh, it'll probably stop while we're recording." And now it's getting to the point where it's like, "Well, not recording in the main show. It's just still a thing." I mean, Kevin, don't get me wrong; he's still a bitch. I'm just saying. Awfully defensive of him to back for him. That's really disheartening. I I didn't do it while he was listening, so it's cool. Jeff, you pussy. Well, I heard, yeah, well I heard that. You should take that back. You should take that back. Shuddy, back me up on that. He was defending you, uh, but well, well, in that case, now Shuddy, I'm sure you pussy. he regrets that. So what was the industrial machine that was being used? I can't tell. Something setting up a, a concert for Poop Slime Alley? Yeah, it might be that mystery complex across the way in Poop Slime Alley is doing some jackhammering or some shit. Mystery complex. There is like a weird, just like indiscreet building. Yeah. And sometimes they have like catered parties and shit. Like what the fuck? I was going to say, is there a chance it's like an asylum or like some sort of psychiatric (laughs) mental health place? No, they don't have those anymore. Oh, that's right. They cut the funding on those. Yeah. Ronald Reagan was like, no, these people are better off on the streets terrorizing people. (laughs) 
<laughs> Actually, there's a nice spot of land in downtown LA they can all live in. So, yeah, just push them over there. Uh, where is? Oh my goodness! I'm tr- it sucks that all of the Patreon notifications go to our MSPH email. Makes it very, very difficult to sort through and find actual people emailing us. Um, I got right. people in my DMs talking about voicemails we have not even listened to. Well, we'll get to some today, I guess. Right? I just pretty much just copy and paste messages like, yeah, we're going to listen to them soon. We'll get back to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. All right, you guys uh, ready to roll? Ready to roll. Los Angeles, California, with a mad scientist party hour. <laughs> 